0: welcome back to the unashamed
1: recovery podcast
0: i'm your host josh and i'm your co-host drew and this is season four episode
1: 41 through the veil unmasking the blind spots on the recovery journey today we are looking at blind spots on the journey to recovery today's episode comes from the book of psalm 1912 which reminds us who can discern their own errors so without further delay roll roll that
2: that intro. intro The Unashamed Recovery Podcast. The Unashamed Recovery Podcast with Josh and Drew starts now.
1: Here at Unashamed Recovery, we believe there is healing in the story of our scars and that it is okay to not be okay. It is our mission to break the shame and stigma of addiction
0: and recovery by sharing real stories of real people in real recovery that are doing real sobriety.
1: And when we're not sharing those real stories, we like to bring you recovery topics straight from a biblical perspective. Just like today's episode, just like our previous episode, we're taking a look at a familiar recovery topic and we're looking at it from another angle. Today, we're looking at blind spots. In our recovery. So basically, Josh, what blind spots would you have to look out for in your recovery? For me, a lot of my blind spots are in the areas of where I get too busy. Like, when I get too busy, oh, I tend to start slacking. And, like, I, I usually can't see it until I'm right in the middle of it. Like, it's too
0: late. Right. So generally, like, blind spots to me are when you're just surrounded or overstimulated by like tons of triggers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... And you don't even realize you've gotten there because you've gotten so comfortable in the way that you are living your life that all of a sudden here you are in this dark room mm-hmm. and you don't know how you got there so how do we avoid that how do we start avoiding some of these blind spots that well, we find ourselves in or these blind areas and
1: well that's what we're talking about today we're, we're going to take a a deep dive into this concept of blind spots in our recovery And that's going to be guided by the wisdom and some teachings found in scripture. Uh, You know, I think we all have blind spots. You know, basically just some areas of our lives that we're unaware of or struggle to see clearly. Uh, But also in the context of recovery, blind spots can be significant obstacles on our journey to wholeness. You know, just as blind spots are often hidden from our own view, it takes divine revelation and self-reflection to recognize and address them. You're like, I try to always pray that God will, will show me things that I'm blind to that's going on in my life. Like, it took a while for me to realize that I deal with anger. Yeah. It took a long time. And it, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, it's, it's something that's not talked about a lot. And it's something that we try to put off as normal. That's oh, just him being a man. Yeah. And it's not. No. Yeah. it. You
0: know, we could, and I think it's part of we get a little unempathetic, I guess that's, I'm making up words now, but uh, when you're just it was the lack of empathy, you know, for certain situations and that comes from addicts that comes from people who are, you know, get selfish or yeah. uh, into a, a place where it's just always been about you. You're not really worried about the next person's feelings. So yes. And then you get mad about situations. And so, yeah, I can see where you would fall off into a dark spot in that, or yeah. you would fall off into a blind spot in that. But what about ego? What if what if ego, your mindset, a lot of the things that we do are, is mindless as addicts. And then even when we're in recovery, mindset of not thinking it through and just going with something. Um, and a lot of times that comes from being overconfident. We get comfortable in our recovery and we end up you know, getting around people who are drinking alcohol. We get around people who are doing this or saying this thing, not realizing that we're breathing that, that thought process into our own lives. You know, and all of a sudden, boom, we're right there with those people. That's why you have to surround yourself with better people, but also self-regulation. Yeah. That's a big part. You know, we talked about self-care, I think, in the last
1: episode. What about
0: self-regulation?
1: Honing in and controlling oneself. Well, you know, the Bible tells us a lot about it. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. That shows you how important it is. Yeah. Before we continue on into that, I want to back up for just a second. You You're talking about ego. Yeah. It's funny you said that because one of my notes here is about Proverbs 28, 26. And it said, those who trust in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. Yeah. I and mean. How he, does that play? I mean, that, that plays right in there.
0: Yeah. The, one of the greatest recovery statements I've probably heard at any meeting I've gone to is my best thinking got me in this seat. Yep. You know, and that goes into the ego uh, mindset. I think when people get there, they just, man, I can tell you from my standpoint, when I get into a a spot where it's just me, 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 ego, 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 self-centeredness, self-centeredness. When I get there, I push everybody out. And I mean, I'm on the verge of falling right back off into a a hole. It's almost like I push everybody away just to go into survival mode. And that's my ego. That's that overconfidence. I got so comfortable in being alone You know, all those years that sometimes it's hard for me to accept people coming in and, and trying to help me out. You know what I mean? So my ego is literally just like, hey, get back. You know, and all of a sudden, what am I doing? I'm isolating. And you just went through that, that season i did i did just go through a season of isolation uh that was uh, and it was uh on the cusp of coming really close to that five-year mark when i got when i got there of course everything started to kind of back off and dissipate but man that build up of what life does to you and not uh paying attention to life on life's terms kind of doing it my own way man that that was a fight that's where the battle was is because i tried to keep doing it my own way when i finally surrendered to something bigger than me yeah, you know when i finally surrendered not only to my own mindset but how my mindset and my way of thinking was affecting other people that's a big part
1: that goes into a lot of it so how, how did you self-regulate out of that
0: so basically i really started trying to convene with other fellow addicts people in my men's group prayed a lot there was a lot of prayer that was definitely involved um, i call it battle prayers where you just kind of get on your knees man if, if you don't have anything to say it's just tears yeah you know uh, i think sometimes we as people get so overwhelmed with emotion that there's just no word, you know, um, whether it be sadness, anger, um, the thora of feelings that we just, we let sit on this and we just don't know how to let go of it. And that's a big part of a blind spot, resentments and not letting go of things. I think holding on to that becomes like a, a, a cancer
1: yeah it does
0: you know we hold on to re- resentments we hold on to things that make us mad and next thing you know we're bitter you know we're angry we're not interested in life we're not interested in our own recovery at that sometimes you can look at it as losing progress but sometimes we've got to find our footing again yeah you know sometimes it takes that backwards motion to gain the traction to go forward but i'm not once again i will never recommend it but to take a step back and actually look at life for what it is uh, i think a lot of times we don't stay present in moments and that's a blind spot yeah when you're constantly thinking of everything else that's going on in life, but you're not paying attention to that present moment that you have right there with either yeah. family, with God, with yourself, to get to know you better. Because for the longest time, I didn't even know who Drew Smith was. You know, not a clue. Not a clue. Especially coming out of recovery, I didn't know who I was. It took me a long time to sit back for a second and say, where are my blind spots? Where are my triggers? Where are these things that are really affecting me? How do I keep ending up back in the same position, but I'm not paying attention that I'm taking the same left turn time because I can't see, yeah. you know, there's another road ahead.
1: Well, and that's the thing, you know, I like to think of as you know, blind spots when I'm driving. Yeah. You know, my, my wife, she, she's got a GMC Yukon. That thing is
2: <laughs> massive.
1: It's a, it's a tank. And she has blind spots all over it. Right. And... You know, if you're trying to change lanes, you'll cut out in front of somebody if you're not careful. But these newer vehicles have something called blind spot monitoring. It will let you know when a vehicle is coming up. And so in recovery, we've got to implement these little things that are blind spot warnings for us, that we can see things coming that we normally wouldn't be able to see. But where do you find those? Well, glad you asked, because the first step in addressing blind spots is to acknowledge they exist. That's basically coming out of denial. That's step one. So do you remember that conversation we had
0: uh, where I, I basically came to you and I was just like, Josh, I don't know what's going on. Life is kicking my butt. I don't know how to get out of this rut that I'm in. And right now I'm pushing everybody away. I think we were at breakfast. Yep. I wouldn't even eat breakfast. I was just I was that down on life. I kept pushing everybody out. You know, you were yep. like, are you going to come to hear me speak? I think it was one of the meetings. And I was just like, ah, yeah, I got to work. Yeah. <laughs> But that's just part of it. You know, it's just you got to get to the point where you don't yeah. get comfort, comfortable
1: alone. Well, here in this first step of addressing these blind spots, I've got some scripture for people that are, are wanting something to, to go off of. Proverbs 11, 2 encourages us when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. To get to a place where we can acknowledge that these blind spots exist, we got to be humble. We got to get to a place of humility. That's that's where we're going to see things as they are. We're not going to see it when we let pride get in the way.
0: Yeah, if you got your chest puffed out, you can't even see your feet. So you don't even know where you're walking.
1: And so once we're aware of these blind spots, that's when we begin the work of recovery. It's very, very, very crucial to start to seek support from friends mentors, support groups, our sponsors. Uh, Proverbs 27, 17 tells us, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And I love that verse because sometimes an outside perspective can reveal things that we couldn't see on our own. When we have that accountability system in, they will help pinpoint blind spots that we're just not going to be able to see. For a long time, I didn't know I was codependent, but it took a really good friend of mine to kind of start showing me, hey, got this kind of showing, you know, it's kind of popping out a little bit. You might want to take care of that. Right. I was like, oh, man, didn't even know that. I I never would have seen it. Well, sometimes we don't know how to
0: label some things. That's right. You know, and that's That's why it's important to have those accountability partners. Yep. I mean, because even emotions, uh, we don't even know how to label some of those.
1: And, you know, that accountability is key uh, to all this. Having someone who will lovingly call us out and, challenge us to grow that right there drew is essential in our recovery journey because that right there is what keeps us balanced and is what keeps us having that honest perspective and have those blind spots you know we're about to go to a break but before we do i want to leave you with this ecclesiastes 4, 9. Two are better than one because they are have a good return for their labor if either one of them falls down one can help the other up
0: we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor don't go anywhere because we still have to talk about more blind spots and breaking through the veil
2: Unashamed Recovery Podcast is heard around the world in over 48 countries, including over 780 cities in all 50 states here in the U.S. People around the world are hearing the message of the hope of recovery from addiction, and that's because of listeners like you who donate, but also because of our sponsors, local sponsors like Dee's Automotive in Meridian, Mississippi serving the East Central Mississippi and West Alabama areas for over 42 years. D's is a name you could trust when it comes to your vehicle for all your complete car needs including service, towing, and car locks. That's D's Automotive. Go by and see Miss Jeannie, Mike, and the boys at 5024 Poplar Springs Drive. That's 5024 Poplar Springs Drive in Meridian, Mississippi. Or give them a call at 601 601- and tell them Josh and Drew sent you. Unashamed Recovery is also sponsored internationally by Sober Life Love, a sober dating site made for the sober community. Are you tired of the dating scene revolving around alcohol and drugs? Do you want to find someone who shares your commitment to a sober lifestyle? Look no further than soberlife.love. The Sober Life Love platform is specifically designed for individuals who are sober and seeking a partner who shares in their same values. Whether you're in recovery, prefer not to drink, or simply choose to live a sober lifestyle, we provide a safe and supportive community For you to connect with like-minded individuals with our advanced matching algorithms, you can find compatible partners who understand your journey and respect your choices from sober activities to meaningful conversations. Our dating services offers a variety of ways to connect and build relationships. Soberlife.love is the new way to connect with people who understand and support your journey. Join today for free at www.soberlife.love. That's www.soberlife.love. Now back to your normally scheduled programming right here on Unashamed Recovery Podcast. Another important
0: aspect of addressing blind spots is self-reflection, taking time to examine our thoughts, emotions, behaviors, It helps us to uncover patterns and triggers. Psalms 139, 23 through 24 encourages us to pray. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the
1: everlasting way. You know, it's important to approach uh, this area with grace and with compassion. Yeah, you know, because recovery, regardless of what people say, recovery at its core is a journey, and we are all works in progress. I'm not worse on credit. Like, I beat myself up at a little bit of mistake, and I, I've got to remember that I'm a work in progress, that I'm not going to get it right all the time. And remember... See, so you got to do the thing where
0: you're kind of like Elsa, and you got to let it go, you know? Uh, when we hold on to all these negative things about ourselves, all of a sudden we start reading negativity to other people. And once again, just like we were talking about earlier, you're in a dark place, you know? So let it go. Let the resentment go. Let the mistake go. Let the shame go. That's what we're, that's what this podcast is about, breaking the shame and stigma of addiction, breaking these 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 curses that we put on ourselves. Because if you think about it, we're just putting these words out there against our own self, against our own mindset. Yep. You know, we call ourselves failure, you know, over a, a tiny mistake. You think God thinks the same thing? Because if that was the case, my goodness, yep. why am I still walking this earth right, right now? That's right. So if he deems me worthy, why do I feel like I'm better than him and can judge myself better than he can? Just that's throwing right. that out there. Sorry.
1: Uh, that's good. You know, and when we get to a place where we can let it go, you know, that's that's a sign of progress. And as we progress in our recovery, it's crucial for us to, to create this safe environment where you know where we can feel comfortable addressing our blind spots. And when we let it go, we can do that. We, we can create that safe space where we can feel comfortable getting vulnerable enough to admit these blind spots in our life. Once we get to that kind of safe place, then we can create safe places for others. And then we can right. help others uh, and support others. By offering others grace and offering understanding and offering accountability. And we can implement Galatians 6 2 into this. We can carry each other's burdens. When we do that, we're fulfilling the law of Christ. I mean, I, yeah, I can, I feel that. I definitely feel that. When, when we go into a, a new step study, I always, that's, that's the verse I always use. Because when we're going through a step study, all my guys need to know, hey, we're here for the, for the, the other guy too. We're we're gonna help each other carry this load, right? I think a lot of people don't have that safe space feel. Yeah, in, even right. in the
0: relationships. I it, not to talk about it on my wife because I don't I don't want to die. But uh, there was a point where we had a very tough conversation um, where I had to explain to her I didn't you know I didn't feel safe explaining some of my recovery things to her. Not, it wasn't anything to do with her. It's just I wasn't used to being vulnerable with people uh, as far as my recovery went. You know, when we were talking about different things, I would stop mid-sentence and just kind of look at her like, is she really ready for that conversation? Yeah. People are ready to hear it. I mean, regardless if we think they're not, you know, they they really are. Uh, But I think a lot of um, staying out of a blind spot and really kind of circumventing that and, and just kind of pushing that out is daily inventories. I think uh, that's Ooh. part of that self-reflection. When we do daily inventories, when we actually sit down and can look at ourselves in the mirror and say, this is this is where I'm having some trouble. I'm having trouble here. Got some trouble here. I don't know how to do it on my own. So I work in a restaurant, I manage a manager restaurant. And the, the one thing that I notice is we've got some young cooks. And those young cooks, they feel, you know, they, they, they're real prideful. They don't want to help. You know, um, our fry side is probably our busiest part. Got a guy that sits down there pretty much by himself all night. You know, two or three tickets, he's fine. Five or six, there's some trouble. You got 10, he needs help. I know that because I've watched that pattern mm. time and time again. You know, but he doesn't realize that he's sinking by all these tickets that, that are steadily popping up. He doesn't realize, it. you know, and you're like, hey, you need some help? No, man, I don't need help. You sure you don't need any help? No, man, I don't need any help. I can see it from the outside. But for him, he's in that moment. And he's just running a circle. You know, and it's just like, all right, let me get over there and help him out. All of a sudden, when you're bailing him out, tickets are disappearing. And the the mood's a lot calmer. But before that ever happens, and you're kind of letting him have his moment, that pride's eating him. You know, it's it's beating him. It's letting him think that he's okay. You know, and that's where... A lot of addicts fall off as they hit that blind spot of where they think they're okay, or they get so prideful they think they got it. Yeah. When somebody's telling them, "I can see that there's an
1: issue," and listen, listen to it. You also brought up a really good point that I want to point out. Especially, I'm, I'm talking to recovery leaders. Sometimes we don't need to wait for somebody to reach out to us for help for us to to jump in. Sometimes. We need to pick up the, the signs like you were just talking about. Then notice that they're drowning and we need to go and reach in after them. We need to stop waiting for them to make that first move. And we need to go in after them. Because, man, when I, when I hit my relapse, I didn't ask. A soul. I was waiting for somebody to reach out to me. I, I didn't even know I was there.
0: Yep. Until it was too late. Yep. You know, I didn't even know I was in the middle of a relapse until it was too late. And that's crazy to yep. say that. But I mean... Yep. That's how the blind spot works. That's right. It lets you think you're okay, 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 and then boom, you're right back at the basement of rock bottom because we already know you don't pick up at rock bottom. You're going to go underneath
1: it. To our listeners, we want to encourage you today. Take a moment to reflect on your recovery journey. Are there any blind spots that you need to address? Remember, you are not alone. Reach out for support seek guidance, and trust in the process of healing. Isaiah 41.10 assures us, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you in my righteous
0: right hand. Recovery is possible, and freedom awaits on the other side of our blind spots. As we wrap up today's episode, let's remember that God's grace bigger than any bond spot we may have. Keep pressing forward and stay unashamed on our recovery journey. Love you guys.
1: Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Unashamed Recovery Podcast. I hope that uh, you have found it helpful, and I hope you have found it encouraging. Are you hungry for more recovery content? Well, go visit our brand new website, unashamedrecovery.com. And there you will find more recovery t- content as well as our new sobriety and recovery themed blogs to take you deeper into your sobriety and your recovery journeys and that's where you'll also find all the links to our social media there you can donate to the show to help us reach more people still lost in the darkness of addiction and in there you can also check out some of our partners like Take 12 Recovery Radio Recovery Podcast Network And uh, and there's a lot of other great recovery podcasts a part of that network. And you can find them on our partners page on the website. And don't forget, every Sunday, we are releasing brand new episodes of the Recovery Minute. And those are just short, encouraging, biblical words to help keep you going strong in your daily recovery journey. And that's all for this episode. Until next time, keep embracing your journey anchored in the hope of Romans 12.12. 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, and remember to stay sober, and above all else, keep on 12-stepping as you stay unashamed. We love you